Hi there. Welcome to the Soul Gym Podcast. My name is Daryl Jones. I wrote a book called Soul Gym, a manual to connect mind, body, and spirit for soulful living. The book is direct and brief, outlining the practices and exercises I have been engaged in for 20 years personally and supporting others with professionally for 15 years as a spiritual coach, mindfulness instructor, and minister. This podcast is support for the journey. Oftentimes, the gap from reading something, understanding it, and applying it to one's life can be great. Let this be your weekly inspiration and coaching to fuel you in living a soulful life. Get ready to stretch your mind and strengthen your heart as we step into the Soul Gym. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Soul Gym Podcast with Rev. Daryl Jones. I am Rev. Daryl. It is so good to be back with you. I hope everyone had a wonderful summer. Took a little bit of a break from uh, recording these podcasts every week. Um, Lots of fullness and goodness happening in my life, but needed to step away. But now I am glad to be back. Um, bringing forward these principles and practices from my book, Soul Gym, that was released in 2021, a manual to connect mind, body, and spirit for soulful living. And I thought I'd go all the way back to the acknowledgments. Um, I found some inspiration in my own words today. Um, I find in life during moments of transition, um, whether it's transitioning from one season to another, maybe one uh, phase of life to another, uh, that it, there's, there's this angst that happens. And I've uh, really been in the practice of honoring transitions. Changes are always happening, but transition is this idea that we have to catch up psychologically. Um, and that is what the actual process of transitioning is all about. The change has happened. We have to get okay with the change. Um, come to terms with you know, what is considered right and wrong, our own story, what we make things mean. And so with all of that, I, I, I want to read the opening acknowledgments from, um, from my book. Waste not, want not. This is a phrase I heard weekly in my childhood home. Usually it was in reference to finishing a bite of food on my plate or taking some painstaking effort to extend the power of a dollar. The way this phrase was embodied for me was less about material resources and more about awareness, understanding, consciousness, and learning. I learned not to waste anything in this life, to learn from it all. Before I could name it, I learned to live and relate to life based on some basic principles of humanity. Kindness is more sustainable and impactful than manipulation, coercion, and fear. Listening over speaking often affords wisdom insight, clarity, and understanding. Love, compassion, and patience are all virtues, but their power is only realized through our own individual practice, less from what others do or don't do. And I guess the biggest thing that I want to lift out of that is I learn not to waste anything in this life to learn from it all. And 
I'm just experiencing a hard day. Um, you know, whether it's the it's it's early October here in Chicago. Um, we're still in the transition of things. Uh, I just moved into a new house, which is awesome, but it's still a big transition. Um, turned 50 earlier this year, so whatever you know that may mean. But I just find myself in a little bit of a, a funk. I'm not necessarily blue, sad, or down. Um, feeling a little bit more angsty. Um, feeling a little just irritated, irritable, uh, frustrated with myself and, and anything and anyone around me. And for a moment, I sat in the space of making myself wrong, which is the default tendency for Daryl. That's how I show up. If something's not going right, then I'm wrong. I'm doing something wrong. I'm not looking now to look outside of myself to blame anything, but I'm letting go of anything being wrong and just embracing, you know, as I said, I've learned not to waste anything in this life. So I don't want to waste even this discomfort and frustration right now and sit with, you know, what is, what is this frustration all about? Um, what's underneath that? What is the story that I'm telling myself? That's really what I'm looking at today. Um, the stories, the, the shoulds, the woulds and coulds that I tell myself, I'm sure that you tell yourself, they're not bad, but sometimes they can cloud, get in the way uh, of our living. And so I wanted to kind of circle back, I guess, to the beginning. We are in the fall. People are back to school, if you will. Uh, my wife and I facilitated a wonderful um, adult retreat for a long weekend in September in Michigan with about 60 individuals. And, you know, we presented the ideas of Soul Gym, of, of being in practice with our body, mind, and spirit. But my wife, being a holistic physician, also extended that to how does that really impact our, um, our health, right? Our, our nervous system, our neurology, and the function of the brain and the mind, um, the uh, amino acids in the body and how we produce things, you know, the, the, the building blocks and the structures for our wellness. And it was just a really powerful weekend. Um, I was excited about it and, and know that I will have her on, uh, hopefully in the next episode or two, because it's a, a conversation I think that we need to start connecting a bit more. Um, we have our conversations about our spiritual well-being. We have our conversations about our physical well-being. We have conversations about our mental well-being and they do need to be separate, but we must have that integrative or, in, uh, um, integration um, between them all. They're, it's all connected. And I share all of this with you because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to embrace the symptoms. So I want to learn from all of it, right? So um, physically, um, I have typically uh, allergies in the fall, which I am experiencing and doing the things that I know how to do to naturally as best I can support that histamine response and it it works and it doesn't work but there's something to be said for the metaphysical meaning of of allergies if you think about that histamine response it's an allergy to something something is irritating so um, other than the natural physical response to the pollens in the air at this time 
there has been little to no reprieve. And so I'm doing physically what I know to do. So now I'm looking metaphysically and spiritually. What is irritating me in my life? What is it that is um, causing inflammation in my mind and in my thoughts and in my beliefs? And then I take it another step further and I am experiencing kind of some swelling or irritation in one of my ankles. Um, I love to walk. I love to speed walk. I love to run. Um, and I'm still doing a little bit of that, but sometimes I just get this pain and weakness uh, just from like walking up or down a stair. And again, I am doing all sorts of things with kinesio tape and getting adjustments from chiropractors um, and, and, and looking into this. But metaphysically, what I also know is that when we can't walk or when we can't move fluidly, that's about stagnation, that there is something uh, holding or waiting or pausing. And there's a couple of ways I could look at this. One would be that there's something holding me from moving forward, um, uh, whether it's a belief, um, it could be a behavior, I don't know. And all I'm coming back to is in this acknowledgement, I learn not to waste anything in this life to learn from it all. So I'm seizing the opportunity here to learn. And so the, the challenge that I have for you is what, um, not, not that you need to look for what isn't working in your life, but the default tendency of our human mind is to look for what's not working in our life. Um, there's the path of positivity. There's the path of joy, uh, which is a good one. And one that I always say is, uh, beneficial to go the path of affirmation. But if there's anything challenging you in your life, if there's anything hard in your life, if there's something that's feeling bumpy or rough, um, oftentimes we want to make ourselves or someone wrong, and there might be something actually wrong. And can we pause for a minute in the midst of all of that and just ask, what is it that life is wanting me to better understand about myself in relationship to it all. Does that make sense? What is it that life is asking you to better understand about yourself in relationship to it all? There isn't a single answer that should be heard or understood. Rather, the power is in asking the question. Much like the practice of visioning in Soul Gym, yes, we want to have answers to what is the highest purpose of my life, what must I embrace, what must I release, what must I uh, become in order to embrace this highest vision. Those answers do support us, but what's most important is to keep asking that question, right? Because the vision is always expanding. And so if we are not to take anything for granted in this life, if we are here to learn from everything, the good, the easy, as well as the hard and the challenging, then at any point in time, can we just stop for a moment and create a practice of asking ourselves, what is it that life is asking me to better understand about myself in relationship to it? So what is your life asking you to better understand about yourself in relationship to it.
there are so many tools, so many um, conversations, um, paradigms. There are many archetypes, systems that can help us figure things out, whether it is the Enneagram, which is a, um, an archetypal system that I'm a huge fan of. It has helped me for sure better understand my way of showing up on the planet and relating to life. Um, but it might be the Myers-Briggs um, uh, psychological exam. It might be Emergenetics. It might be the, uh, the DISC um, evaluation, which is hap happens a lot in the corporate world. There's so many different things out there, and I don't want to say that one of them is better than another. What's important is that we keep engaging with some sort of system that helps us understand ourselves better in relationship to life. And ultimately, this is what soul work is all about. We don't get to a destination where we know everything. We uh, approach every destination that we come to open, ready, and willing to better learn about ourselves and about life and about our relationship to it, whether it be the relationship to our spouse, to our life partner, to our children, to our pets, to our job, to our body, to our health, to our community, to our society, to God, to anything. What is so important is for us to be aware of our relationship to it all and the attitude, the mindset, the, uh, the vision, the, the eyes, the um, perspective that we are interacting with it all. That is where I believe true power lives. And this power of awareness it may not give us immediate answers, but it helps us navigate. So there's, um, uh, I was, uh, you know, I told you earlier today, I was kind of like in a space. Um, so I'm getting ready for my day. I needed to do some, some shaving because I have to do an in-person uh, corporate session later this afternoon. And oftentimes when I'm shaving, it's a moment of reflection or I try to inspire myself and today I needed some motivation so I was listening to a motivational talk and one of the statements that one of the speakers uh, said that stuck with me today was that it's better to maintain than to make it it's not about making it it's about maintaining it and it, it gave me pause to think about the idea I think that everyone we want to make it, right? There's some, once I get there, once this happens, once I have this money, once my relationship is this way, once my body feels and looks a certain way, then, then, then I can X. And um, the, the, the biggest principle behind Soul Gym is the idea of regular exercise, right? I, I lift that principle out of the physical gym that it's not about going in and doing one big workout and all of a sudden your muscles are perfect and you have the, 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 the perfect BMI, body mass index, that you, uh, you know, have perfect blood pressure and cholesterol and all, of those th and all of those things as the result of a single workout. Rather, it is doing a little bit to engage the body 
uh, every day, ideally, or at least maybe six days a week that allows us to maintain flexibility and strength and maintain some progression and growth in our health and well-being physically. Um, and it actually does something mentally, at least it does for me. Um, so bringing that back to our mind, into our soul, into our emotional self, into our spirit, there's something that we need to exercise on a regular basis, on a daily basis, to keep our mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being not to some perfect place, but to maintain our awareness so that we can meet life where it is. Maintain our awareness so we can meet life where it is. This is that question. What is it that life is asking me to better understand about myself so that I can be in better relationship to it. This is a literal exercise and practice, a question that you can pose to yourself, either in journaling. This is something that you can uh, ask yourself and go into a silent meditation reflection. It is something that you can speak out loud uh, before uh, doing a prayer or spiritual mind treatment for yourself. It could be a question or an intention that you bring into a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me or with any other uh, 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 spiritual practitioner or healthcare or mental health care provider. This is a question that keeps the door open to us listening to our, our heart as well as our mind. What is it that life is asking you to better understand about yourself to be in greater relationship to it? If you haven't written the question down yet, I, it, I challenge you to do so. Whether you put it into your phone, whether you write it down, let this be a question upon your mind, heart, and spirit this week. What is it that life, the conditions of your life, you have opinions of them. You can still hate things. You can still love things. You can still like things. You can still dislike things. Regardless of your opinion, what are the experiences of your life right now offering you to better understand about you and how you show up to life? This is a question that helps us maintain our awareness. We don't make it to some perfect space of awareness. We maintain our awareness. Maintaining our awareness of self and of others in our relationship is the, the very uh, fundamental thing that allows us to be resilient. And I think that's something that everyone desires. To be resilient means that you can bounce back from situation. And on some level to be resilient is not about perfect planning, although planning allows us to um, to meet many things as, as an educator and a teacher. Oftentimes you plan as much as you can for what your lesson and your exercises are going to be. And in so doing, it actually allows you to be a little bit more flexible in the classroom when the inevitable question comes up from a student that uh, maybe takes things a little bit in a different direction. But there isn't some perfect plan that you need to have in order to be resilient. The biggest thing that requires you to be resilient to life is being aware, being present, and trusting 
yourself. Trust that you can handle whatever comes your way in your life. What if you woke up every morning and said to yourself, whatever comes my way today, I trust and know that I can handle it. Whatever comes my way today, I trust and know that I can handle it. That is a very um, powerful way to step into anything in, in to simplify it just into a single day. Whether you wake up on the right side or the wrong side of the bed, you can handle it. Whether you're afraid of the meetings and the presentation that you may have to do, whether you are uncertain about the um, health of your relationship with whomever, you can handle it. We can handle life. You can handle life. But the way that we can handle it is when we're actually present to what's there. And to go all the way back to me being uh, having a challenging uh, start to my day, what I realized is that the story that I was telling myself did not actually match what was going on in the actual circumstance of my life. I had this story that I had dropped the ball, that I didn't do something right. And so I just kind of was in this funky space of, um, of being a little snarky, of being short. Oftentimes when I get into that, that, that um, self-judgmental space, I kind of retreat. I become less talkative. I become withdrawn. And my wife called me out on it. She was like, are you okay? What's going on? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. And then after a few minutes of reflection, I said, you know what? I need to call myself out. I had this story that I let you down today because of something that had happened. When in reality, I hadn't let her down at all. It was just uh, a call that, you know, we were trying to figure something out with our house. And a call that she made that I said I was going to make later, just in terms of timing, she was checking something about uh, the open hours of a vendor. And for some reason, I felt, oh, she doesn't trust that I'm going to get this done. And I went into this crazy spin in my head that I'm not good enough. What am I doing? And it totally impacted my mood and my attitude. And I really needed to check that idea. That was not the reality of what was going on. She didn't call them uh, ahead of me calling because she didn't think I could do it or would do it. It was just that she wanted to see if they were open, how early they opened. She was calling to hear their hours on their recording. And she was, you know, living her life and doing her thing. And I just made, I just made a mountain out of a molehill. How often do we do that? How often do we not get clarity? And how often do we not actually seize those moments and truly humbly see ourselves? So today I humbly saw myself where it was me that was causing um, a ruckus among us, if you will. It was my stinking thinking. It was my. Um, it was. It was my. It was my history. It was my story, of you know, Daryl's never enough. Daryl doesn't do things right. That caused uh, uh, not only me but my wife to have uh, kind of a, a bumpy start to the day. But all it took was a willingness to meet and ask, what is it that life is asking me to, 
better understand about myself so that I can be in better relationship to it. And as soon as I had that clarity, as soon as I had that awareness, everything shifted. My mood shifted, my energy shifted. I'm still lifting out of it today, but I know what, what was behind my, um, my feelings this morning. And it's so liberating. Liberation has been uh, a word floating around lately. Not so much freedom, but liberating. There's something, there's just a different energy to the word of, of liberating. Um, thinking about that we have been uh, either held hostage, we've been locked um, away, we have been barricaded, we have been prevented from the goodness in our life. And I liberated myself this morning from a thought about me, brought it to the light of love, compassion, kindness, and understanding. And as a result, had a transformation that allowed me to step back into this day and into life in a profound way. That is what I hope and pray for you today. Let us close our time in a moment of affirmation and prayer. I'm so grateful in this moment for life, all of life, giving an opportunity for us to be in better relationship to it. Because what I know is that we are not separate from life and life is not separate from us. We are a part of a divine right universal system that seeks to do one thing and that is to better understand itself, to create itself through all of life. And so we are here as unique outlets, unique portals, unique places and spaces for this creative urge to have its expression. We are not here having things done to us. We are here to be in partnership. So I bless the partnership that we all have with life today. Our unique relationship with life itself. Our unique relationship with the divine, with God, with the universe, with spirit, with whatever you may like to use as a word. I bless the relationship that we have with this higher experience, with this wider experience, with this deeper experience, knowing that nothing is happening to us because we are inherently bad or good. Rather, things are moving through our experience to bring us into a greater understanding of our relationship to ourselves and to life. What is it that life is asking of you today to better understand yourself in relationship to it. May this question walk beside you. May it move through all circumstances and may it bring you to a space of greater peace and understanding moment after moment after moment. So I release this word and I release this podcast and our time together until we connect again. And so it is. Peace and blessings to you. Thank you so much for joining in today's uh, Soul Gym podcast. I look forward to seeing you and hearing from you real soon. Thanks for stopping by the Soul Gym. I pray you experience some greater self-awareness, inspiration to experience a richer, more soulful life, and motivation to start working out your mind, body, and spirit today. Remember, you don't need to be anyone other than the unique expression of life you already are. However, to grow into deeper, soulful living, daily, consistent exercise is needed. If you'd like some support and help building and growing your personal soul gym, reach out and let's connect. I would love to do a one-on-one -on -one session with you. Explore more soul gym offerings at RevDarylJones.com. That's R-E-V. D-A-R-R -R 
E-L-L-J-O-N-E-S.com. Until next week, may you practice love, light, and laughter.